fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Word. Let's talk about the past. The past that's behind us and all of us, you know, we have our past. You have your past, I have my past. Now, what do you do with your past? Of course, all of us like the past that's beautiful, gorgeous, with our fondest memory, we remember them. But all of us have this painful past that we wish would never never happen, that bugged us, made us feel one kind once in a while. And anytime we cast our mind back, it uh, brings us to a point of regrets. So, what do you do with your past? What do I do with my past? I, I think we should find out from some of these men. We're going to go to the Bible and this man is going to tell us more. This man, they're going to tell us more about what to do with the past. These are two mighty men in the New Testament and they both had not so gracious past. I mean, Apostle Peter and Apostle Paul. You know, we know they were great apostles. They were great men of God. But they both had not so decent past. For instance, Peter denied Jesus three times. And you know, Peter also walked on the water and didn't get to the end of it. He failed. And then, early struggles. What did he do with his past? What about Paul? Paul was just a zealous Jew that was just mad at the church. and He, he persecuted the church, put him in prison, fought. The Bible says that he ravaged the church of God. That was a really dirty, disastrous past. And <clears throat> the Lord met him and saved him. But that past was there. What did he do with it? How did he cope? That we need to understand. And how do we do it well? This is what we need to do. Let's look at them. These two men, they're going to give us some light of what to do with our past. Let's hear from Apostle Paul first. You know, he was really mad at the church. And this past, wherever he went, that past was there. Oh, that was the persecutor of the church. Let's read Philippians 3, 13th verse. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Okay. Then verse 14 says, I press toward the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. You know what Paul was saying that he was tearing himself away from the past and pressing to the future. One way or the other, if you are going to deal with our past, we have to tear ourselves away from that past. We have to cast aside and then we have to not only just tear ourselves, we have to do that in our memory. He said in Philippians 3.13, forgetting those things which are behind. He didn't say, I forgot. He didn't say, I forget. He said, forgetting. 
I am forgetting those things which are behind and I'm reaching forward to those things which are ahead. This is present continuous tense to Paul. I am forgetting on purpose my past. I'm putting it behind me. It's in the past. And I'm reaching forward and I'm pressing. Imagine somebody running a race. He's tearing away from the starting point. He's running away from what's behind him. He's moving ahead, stretching forward to what is ahead. You know, Paul had to do that. There was no way he could get away from his past except he get away from his past. He had to do the movement. The Bible says, arise and shine. You have to rise. You just can't wait and hang around your past, think about your past, memorize every detail. No, that won't do. Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind. Forgetting. So the, if the first thing you have to do with your past is to for, be forgetting those things. When they come to your mind, you forget them on purpose. You put them behind in your memory. That is very important for you to do. If you don't do that, it won't help you. And if it doesn't help you, you can't move ahead. So it's good for you to move ahead. And moving ahead will only happen when you move away from your past. By intention, forgetting, 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 forgetting. Put it behind you. That's what Paul will cancel you first to do with your past. Forget it. Tear away from it and move on. All right, let's hear from Peter. We've heard from Paul. What do we do with our past? Particularly if you have some regrettable past. What do you do with your past? Of course, there are some good past. All of us have to this beautiful time when we cherish the memory. But when the past is not so kind, gracious, our misbehavior, our mistakes, our faults, what do we do with them? First of all, Paul said, forget those things which are behind. Let's go ask Peter. You know, Peter had <clears throat> this era challenges too, and uh, what did he do? We need to hear from Peter. He will help us in this area too. And Peter was talking about certain things I would like you to see about dealing with your past, and what to do with your past. In chapter 1, First Peter, verse 14, you know, yeah, Paul said you tear away from it, you reach forward. How do you do that? Of course, you know how to tear away, forget it. How do you get away from there? Chapter 1, First Peter, verse 14 says, as obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lost or the past desire as in your ignorance but as he who called you is holy you also be holy in all your conduct because it is written be holy for I'm holy he said as obedient children not conforming yourselves to the former lost as in your ignorance you see all the past misbehaviors and mistakes we made they came out of certain desires wrong desires foolish desires ungodly desires. They formulated our past. So Peter said, if you are going to 
do something with your past. If you're going to move away from your past, you have to not build your life around those desires that made you to have such a past in the first place. As long as those desires are still there, you're going to keep on recreating the past and keep on sinking. So he said, don't conform yourself to your past desires, former lust, as in your ignorance. So at that time, you are ignorant. Let's read Message Bible. Give us some light over there. Help us. And it will really help us to grasp what uh, Apostle Peter is saying in essence. Listen to this. I love this. He said, don't lazily slip back into those old grooves of evil. Doing just what you feel like doing. You didn't know any better then. You do now. Wow. Did you hear that? Don't lazily slip back into those old grooves of evil. You know, old patterns of evil. That, that's what was creating our past. Particular certain desires formulated and built our lives then. If I'm going to get away from my past, I must identify those desires. They were formed in my disobedience and ignorance and I must do something with them. He said, don't lazily slip back into those old grooves of evil. Don't keep on repeating your past. Doing just what you feel like doing. You didn't know any better then. You do now, so you know better now. Now, the next part, he said, as obedient children, let yourselves be pulled into a way of life shaped by God's life. Wow, I like that. We see the message Bible in First Peter, start from verse 14, remember? He said, as obedient children, let yourself be pulled into a way of life shaped by God's life, a life energetic and blazing with holiness. God said, I'm holy, you be holy also. Wow. Beautiful. So, now that you want to deal with your past, you want to move on, identify those desires that were originating those kind of past and then on purpose pull away from them and pull yourself into a new life shaped by God's life, by God's way of doing things, by God's word. And this life is energetic and blessing. Don't just lazily carry on. You're not going to, you're going to keep on repeating your past if you just lazily carry on by default. You've got to get on by design now and get up, design your life away from those desires and then set yourself with a new gaze into the horizon ahead. That horizon is the holy way of God, God's pattern of doing things and don't let your former desire shape your life any longer. That is important. So if you are going to get on with this, we have to, first of all, forget our former forget our past and second identify those desires and move away from them excuse me then lastly this is important you know those desires actually they were part of our community society way of living and then Peter said this I, 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 I love this let's go to chapter 1 first Peter again and he said it in a beautiful way. Chapter 1, verse 18. 
He says, knowing that you are not you are you are not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Listen, he said, you are redeemed from aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers. So a certain tradition, certain kind of cultural bent that all of us grew up in. This culture, the culture of corruption, the culture of lying, the culture of evil, the culture of sin, that been handed over is aimless by tradition from our fathers coming across to us. What do we do with them? How do we go on with them? He said, we must know that we are redeemed. Jesus purchased us with his blood from those kind of lifestyles. And we have to now move away from them. Let's read Message Bible that makes it beautiful to listen to this. Your life is a journey. You must travel with a deep consciousness of God. Hmm. Together, you pull away from your past. You drop those desires shaped by your ignorance. That you must travel with a deep consciousness of God now. It cost God plenty to get you out of that dead end, empty-headed life you grew up in. He paid with Christ's sacred blood. You know, he died like an unblemished sacrificial lamb. Wow. So, Life is a journey. Let's go for it. The past is no longer our own. Jesus paid heavy price with his own precious blood to set us away from it. So legally, we are not bound to our past. Whatever will cost us, Christ has already paid. And we are free now. So, we know what to do with our past. We forget the memory. We put aside the desire that shaped us then. And then we know that we are redeemed from that aimless cultural lifestyle. And we can pull up our stick and move on this journey that we must travel with a deep consciousness of God. And it cost God so much to pull us out. Took his own son. And now we are free. Let's move on from our past. In Jesus' name, amen.